0: Welcome to the Drone to 1K Podcast, where we learn how successful drone entrepreneurs launch their businesses so you can too. And now, your host, David Young. Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome to the Drone to 1K Podcast. I am your host and founder of Drone Launch Academy, David Young. Uh, Thanks so much for tuning in today for the very last episode of Season 2. We're at Season 2, Episode 10 now. Um, we are finishing it up with a super good interview with Fred Light from Nashua Video Tours. Um, this episode is really really good if you are thinking about doing drones for real estate video tours. I know last week we had uh, Jeremiah Oshwald on here, and he's done a ton of stuff in this space too, and is very successful there. Uh, well, Fred Light is kind of in that same ballpark. Um, I actually don't know if there's anybody who has done more video tours of real estate personally than Fred Light. I mean, um, he has been doing this for 15 years. He does hundreds of houses a year, I think. So um, just tons and tons of experience, and um, he makes really good money with it. So just really, really cool stuff to hear in this episode. So uh, he does this full-time. He's been doing it full-time for a long time, and he's just probably one of the most, if not the most, respected person uh, in this area. So I was super stoked that he was willing to come on the podcast and share um, all of his insights with you uh, today. So a couple things before we get started. Uh, Again, these reviews are rolling in. I really appreciate it. Uh, we give out a free t-shirt if you take the time to leave a review. So if you want to go over to Apple Podcasts or um, anywhere you listen to podcasts where they'll let you leave a review, leave a review there, take a screenshot, email me, david at dronelaunchacademy.com, and uh, let me know what shirt size you are and your address, and we'll send you a nice, super soft Drone Launch Academy t-shirt. I'm actually wearing one uh, right now as I'm recording this, so uh, I wear these myself. They're super comfy. We'll send you one if you leave a review I think we're up to the 80s now, maybe 80s or 90s. So um, yeah, so really, really pumped that people are digging the podcast, leaving reviews. Um, One more thing before we dive in, I know I mentioned on the last podcast episode that we are close to giving out more information and releasing the beta version of our Drone to 1K course. So many of you guys have messaged in and saying, hey, I'm looking at starting a drone business. These podcasts have been super helpful. Um, One of the things that we've decided to do actually is to create a program or a course to help people go from literally starting from zero and getting up to a thousand dollars or more a month with their drone. And so, uh, like I mentioned before, we've recruited uh, a couple people off of the podcast that uh, have successful drone businesses to help teach many aspects of the course. Um, I'm actually including A lot of the people that work for me are my own advisors, so for instance, my tax accountant and people that help me with SEO and people that do all of my my personal paid advertising for Drone Launch Academy, they're going to come on and they're also going to teach about um, setting up a business, advertising, SEO, all the stuff that you need to make a really successful drone business. So we're putting this all together. Uh, I think it's going to be awesome. We're launching the beta group towards the end of June. Uh, But we're going to send out some more info on it in mid June of 2020. So uh, if you're listening to this and you want to get more information about that, uh, just jump on our email list if you're not already on it. Uh, To get on the email list, just go to dronelaunchacademy.com. Just type in the, just go straight to our our homepage, wait like two seconds, and then a little pop up bar will come up at the very top uh, with giving you a chance to sign up for the email list there. So just hop on the email list, and um, you should see some emails on that coming in about mid-June. I think for the first round, we're going to take the first hundred people to sign up. So I'm expecting those to fill up pretty quick. Um, but we wanted to keep it relatively small, seeing as it is the kind of beta group. And, uh, we want to limit the amount of people that are in there because, um, we're going to be rolling out the lessons and getting feedback and adjusting based on, uh, the people in the course and what they're telling us. So, um, yeah, so that's all on that. Um, Don't want to make a really long commercial about that, but figured there would be a lot of people on here who would be interested and would want to know about it. So without delaying any further, here is Fred Light with Nashua Video Tours. Well, everybody, thank you so much for jumping on the uh, Drone to 1K podcast. Today we have with us uh, Mr. Fred Light. Thank you for joining us, uh, Fred. You're welcome. Are you coming to us, I believe, from New Hampshire, right? I
1: am. Oh, I'm in the Boston area.
0: Boston area, cool. Yeah. well, uh, I used to live in New Hampshire when I was a kid, so I have a special. But you place. got away. You left. I got away. Well, I was a kid. My parents moved. I liked it uh, in New Hampshire as a kid. It uh, fun. It's nice. I didn't I'm have to literally like minutes, a so. stone's
1: throw from Massachusetts. So I, yeah. I, actually don't even think that I live in in New Hampshire, but, but I.
0: <laughs> what part of New Hampshire are you in? Nashua. Okay, I've been to Nashua several times. Yeah, cool. Do you just, know of a? Do you have a town called Plastow?
1: Yes, I was just sure there the other so day. Hard. Oh, oh really? yeah, okay. yeah.
0: Yeah, that's where I'm from. So cool, man. Um, well, why don't we start, uh, Fred? Tell us just a little bit about yourself and kind of your business and what you do.
1: Well, I my business is a Nashville Video Tours, and we do real estate video, photography, drone the whole the whole works for for real estate. This is really all I do, all day long, all the time.
0: <laughs> awesome. Um, <laughs> how long have you been doing it for? Fifteen years. Okay, so you know what you, you know what you're doing at this point. You got it. You I've got been doing know.
1: it a long, long, long time. I was doing it really before I should have been doing it, but I, <laughs> I was too stupid to not really know that. So, like, I'm trying to put video on the internet, and then I realized, you know it's like uh, the internet doesn't support video at this point. They were the size of a postage stamp, and it was you know dial-up connections and all this stuff. And and realtors didn't have computers and they didn't know what the internet was. And, and yet I'm running around trying to sell them on, on putting video on their,
0: on their listings. It was, Hey, listen, you're just, you're just that cutting edge that I was, you know, I was so
1: cutting edge. That I was bleeding. And then, but eventually <laughs> it all worked out, you know, and, 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 and whole, it was funny because the gods all kind of aligned together. Like I quit cause it just was, I mean, I literally put up a video on the internet and I had to put a paragraph of instructions over it saying, look at the big arrow, press it. If it doesn't play, wait 30 seconds, press it again. If it, I mean, it was it was that, because people didn't know. Um, there's no social media, no nothing back then. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, awesome. so I quit because it was just so frustrating because I was getting all these calls from people. It's like, I can't figure this out. But then all of a sudden, you know, the, the real estate market tanked and people needed ways to sell properties. And um, Flash became the kind of the de facto way of delivering video at the time because there were three or four different, Types of platforms you could use, and none of them were compatible with each other. So, Flash kind of was the dominant thing, and then broadband came into play, and and you know the internet became just like it literally all happened on the same day. And I woke up, I'm like, oh, I think I can do this now. And then, so I've been doing it since. <laughs> <sense. laughs>
0: no, that's awesome. So, um, yeah, I guess maybe take us back. Like, I'm assuming. So, were you doing video from the very very beginning, or were you start off with I, photography and stuff? I
1: did it backwards from everybody. I started doing video. Okay. Um, mostly I used to do websites for realtors
0: and they used to you're kind of in that world already then.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. I've never wanted to be in this world. I just, (laughs) I just fell into it and I haven't been able to climb out yet, but I I used to do websites for realtors and you know, these people, they all, all their websites looked exactly the same. And back Uh then you'd buy a templated website. So you pick, you know. Plan A, B, or C. Green, red, or blue, and you throw up a thirty-year-old photo, and, and that was your website. And everybody's websites looked the same. The content was the same. Big,
0: uh, the big hair light, you know. On the oh yeah.
1: The photo. Oh yeah. You can't even recognize it because it's it's so it's like a high school picture. So it's like you know I'm like you guys got to differentiate yourself somehow, yeah. you know because you all look alike, your websites look alike, your business card, everything looks alike, nothing makes you stand out. And at the time, what was popular were these 360 degree tours, you'd shoot up through this mirror ball, and it would stitch this twirly thing together. And Uh those were horrible. So that was really when I thought, well, you know, a video to walk through the house makes sense, because then you could see the layout and the flow. And so I just had this bright idea that that would be a really good way to do something different. And then of course, then I found out that Nobody was doing it because you couldn't, and um, but that's how I really got started—is just out of frustration trying to, you know, differentiate these people from from everybody else. And then you know, a couple of years later, I got into the photography, and then obviously drones didn't start till what five six years ago, I guess. Yeah, but, I, but I was really I was out, out there with my Phantom One. <laughs> oh gosh, which I still own. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Does it fly? Well, it's a funny story because back then, I don't know if you were flying those, but they, they kind of returned to home on their own, like to China, I, <laughs> you know, you just fly them, you just fly. And all of a sudden it's like, bye-bye. And then it's off to the heavens, you know? And that's what I was out just practicing. Okay. And this was back with the GoPros. You yeah. couldn't really see what you were shooting. You know, you just had the hope that you shot something and you find out when you get home. And, um, this stupid little girl was in the park and I was just trying to learn how to use it. She's yabbering at me and I, I take off and the thing just flies and it goes away. And I'm like, you stupid little girl. You're, Cause you, I couldn't concentrate on what I was doing because you really had to con- you had to concentrate yeah, yeah. back then. It wasn't very easy. Yeah, and, yeah. uh, and I'm looking around and I, I couldn't find it anymore. And I, I said, pissed at her that she was annoying me. But then I said, Do you see that? Do you see it anywhere? And she goes, I see lights blinking. She kept asking me if Martians were in there. That was the whole thing. I remember that <laughs> conversation. And I'm trying to be nice to her and I'm I'm thinking, come get your child so I can pay attention here. And um so of course she's two feet tall. She can see it on top of the trees in the forest like a hundred feet in the air, right? And I'm like, ah, all right. And that was it. And that was the end of it. And then I bought another one and literally Six months ago, I get a text from a guy and he's like, I found your drone in the same park that I flew it in. And if you want it, it's on the picnic table by the playground. And I How go over How many years there, had passed? Six. Wow. It was literally the first first Phantom One.
0: Did you and have was, your phone number on it or something?
1: I did. I put a sticker on there with, smart. My, with my number and my, and my business. And, you know, the camera, the GoPro was gone. The props were, were gone. But I have it sit in my garage, all muddy.
0: That's so but funny. It's, hey, it's
1: just a souvenir. Yeah, It is a souvenir, but it's funny because you can see how things have changed. I mean, oh, yeah. there, was a, there was a hole in the side of the thing and you shove a battery in there and you twist the wires and put a piece of plastic over the top and, you know, send it up and hope you catch something. But it was cool, you know, yeah. but it was so primitive compared to today. But yes, yeah, I yeah, do. yeah. I do still have that. well, oh, that's me. cool. Twelve drones sitting over here that I never use. I should start. <laughs> I should have a drone sale somewhere
0: yeah awesome um so i, so I started how, doing it like back then like six years ago started using the drones to try drones to do the videos for real yeah. estate for real estate yeah yeah well that's awesome um and back then i'm sure mm-hmm. at least with it being harder there's a lot not as many people doing it i'm sure right oh there's nobody or if there. anyone yeah there's nobody doing it. no that's awesome. So I guess maybe, um, you know, we typically like to be like, all right, well, when did you first start using drones? Which you've answered that. And it sounds like you hasn't, you had an existing business that you just kind of were like, Oh, cool. I can use drones in this to kind of make it even better. Correct. When, when you first started using, um, let's, let's go, let's start from the internet works. You can put video on the internet, uh, and you have a drone. I guess how did that, uh, using a drone did, how did it change things for you? If it, if it did change things for you?
1: Well, it was still it was one of those things that was it, it set me apart from everybody else. I mean, I've always been kind of I've been in the video real estate video space by myself for mm-hmm. years. I mean, I didn't have any competition until like six years ago yep. of any kind, you know, sure. doing video. So I've had that space to myself. But as more people were getting into it, I needed to hopefully differentiate myself again from everybody else. Even though I obviously had had the market here, and I still do, right. mm-hmm. but. You know, everybody else was coming in, so they didn't have drones. The problem back then was, can you fly a drone for commercial purposes? Yeah, if yeah. there was no licensing, and you know, and all that kind of stuff was still very fuzzy. Yeah. And, and you still couldn't see what you were doing. You know, I, and I've had every Phantom. I had the one, the two, the vision, the, I don't know. what. You know, every time they come out with a new one, it was a lot better than the one prior. Yeah. You know, so it, it got better. It still was pretty crappy, but it was so different that people accepted the not so great sure shots that you would get yeah, from it. Yeah. You were getting shots, which was right. more than anybody
0: else. Right, right, right. So um so you're doing that. And then I'm I'm curious as more and more people, you know, the years pass, right? Jones get more popular, it gets easier. Part one oh seven comes out. So you get at least the people that want to do it legally do it legally. Um had, was that hard? And was it then like, okay, no, everybody's using a drone. I've got to think of something else now to make myself differentiated. Or you feel like you still are pretty differentiated even with the drone stuff that you do?
1: Well, first of all, the real estate market is an odd little place to be. Um, you know, realtors, even to today think, oh, I'll just get my little nephew to go buy a drone and let him take my pictures. And you know, right. they don't see that you need to have a license. They don't want to get a license. They don't really care if you think they need a license. I actually have a video that I downloaded from the internet of an agent at a, at a regional REMAX conference, basically telling thousands of people in the audience, you don't need to hire a drone guy. Just I get my nephew, he's 12, and he goes up and does all my shots for me. I mean,
0: oh boy, yeah.
1: this was a regional a regional real estate conference, and this is what he's pushing, you know. Yeah. Um, but that's the attitude of a lot of them. I, I can see it, you yeah. know. But first of all, there's a difference between having a drone and being able to push a button and take a picture or a video and being a photographer with a Absolutely. drone. And that's just like everybody can go out and photograph houses for real estate, but you know, if you don't know how to use your camera and you're not a photographer and you don't have the right eye, you don't have the right equipment, you don't know how to do it. It's not going to look very good. The camera right. is the, the least important part of that equation. And honestly the drone is the least important part of that equation. And I still right. see people, you know, with, you know, they fly around a house for like five minutes and I'm like, that's not the right thing to do. You know, people aren't birds. You know, right. I mean, it's nice to show how that property maybe sits on a big piece of land, but flying around and looking at the roof and the gutters and over and then left and then right and then up and the de- for like three minutes. People want to get in the house. You <laughs> You're know, like, we got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, so, I mean, I see a lot of that. I see a lot of I just saw the other day a picture of a just a top down picture of the roof of a, a ranch with an ugly front yard and an ugly backyard with dead grass because it's March that was the main photo i mean that's horrible you know i mean that that shows nothing and and the reality is drones i think especially in the city it's it's more of a detriment than a help so they're not always it's not always something that you want to use it's not always going to be the right tool for that job if you're trying to promote a property you don't want to show the crap in the neighbor's yard and the highway with cars buzzing right behind the house behind the one tree that you don't see from the ground or or the patched driveway that some it looks like graffiti on the driveway or you know i mean or the bad right. uh, shingles you know i mean there's there's a lot of stuff that people don't think that you see from the air that all of a sudden it's like boy you're just showing all the garbage you know right that, right, right yes it's there
0: but you don't want to point it out you know it's not right right it's not so, like if you were taking pictures from the ground, you wouldn't go around the back and like, oh, these look like good garbage cans. Let's uh ch- ch- take this. Exactly. This is one of the MLS
1: listing. Yeah. You know, you wanna you wanna be truthful, but you also want to show the the highlights of the property right. when someone is interested in the property, they'll realize that the roof needs replacing or that there's a highway back there, but you don't want to promote that right up front. But right, right. I see some of these things and it's like, really? Th- that's bad.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I mean so that's the, still the difference, you know, yeah. I think. Oh, and that's wow. one, that's one thing I try to tell people a lot too. And I think you're, you're dead on with your like, just because you have a camera doesn't make you a photographer. I, the example I always try to use people is like, anybody can go to the grocery store and buy like a pack of chicken or anything you want, but that doesn't make everybody here. Like, uh, you know, a five-star chef, you know what I mean? Like, just cause you have the wrong, and you know
1: what, even if you, you have, if you have a $5,000 oven to cook right. that chicken in, if you don't know how to use it, you're going to have sh- sh- chicken. I mean, you're, I'm sorry. You have a br- you're to you're going to have, Crappy chicken, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, mean, yeah. I mean it's the same story with all of this stuff, and I, right, right. I look at the drone as a tool it 's just another tool. I mean, when I shoot a house and I do everything I do the video, interior, exterior, stills, floor plans, all of it and when I go to a house i I have about five different cameras that I might use for different things. Mm-hmm. I have a drone, I have a a camera that I stick out the top of my car, my sunroof to drive down the street to show the neighborhood, oh, I have cool. underwater cameras. I have, I have a lot of different cameras, but and I don't underwater use all cameras? Of the, Yeah.
0: What are you doing underwater cameras with? Or what I'll do you use? Once in a while, there will be view? like
1: a really cool koi pond or something and I'll show the pond mm-hmm. and then I'll go under the water and show the fish and.
0: That's cool. You know, just, all right. I like it.
1: So, um, you know, we're under, a, you know, put it under a waterfall in a, in a swimming pool or something like that to yeah. show the water from the back. Cool. Um, but I don't use all of those for every property. I choose what I think makes sense. So driving down, for example, driving through the neighborhood, my goal is to show it's an older neighborhood, it's a newer neighborhood, the houses are set back from the street, the houses are right on the street with big trees, whatever. But if it's garbage day, I don't do it. Yeah. You know, if it's all cleanup day and there's landscaping trucks parked at every house with their big trailers, I don't do it. If you have the crappiest house on the block, I'll definitely do it. But if you have the nicest house on the block, I'm not going to drive through tenements to show your night. You know what I mean? So it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Right. that's a choice I make because my goal is to present the property in the best light. Right. And the drone is exactly the same way. I treat that just as another tool. And when I get to a property, I either choose to use it or I don't. But it's my choice. I don't want someone saying, I want. And I had this conversation just yesterday with a customer who I basically told to call somebody else because she's got this little house in a little neighborhood. And what she wants me to do is drive out there and shoot a straight down shot of her roof to show her front yard and backyard you know and, and i'm is like it, and is it not a
0: nice it would not be a good uh compliment no to i driver? mean I, I,
1: no and i and i've been trying to explain that to her and she goes i don't want anything from an angle you know i, I want to you, I, you don't have she said she looked at my uh, picture she goes you don't have any straight down shots and i'm like no because they're terrible <laughs> even if it's a five million dollar house you know i mean all you're looking at is a roof unless you've got a beautiful backyard a beautiful landscape or a, a big property or a beautiful pool that's a different story she's right. got a front lawn and a back lawn that's brown <laughs> with a sidewalk that's it you know and and yeah. that doesn't that's not a great picture and she's she just did not understand it
0: but yeah yeah, yeah. Um, oh boy well yeah. um well I think yeah I think what you're saying is, it's great insight that people need to listen to right it's not it's not because you have the tool you're going to get hired you know it's it's the products you can create and how you can help those people sell houses or get more, more listings. Right. I mean, that's basically why people are hiring you essentially. Yeah. I mean, for the exterior front, especially of a house,
1: the best vantage point on almost every house is about 12 to 15 feet in the air Mm -hmm. because you can get the landscaping. You're not looking at the roof. Roofs are not pretty. But, you know, you're able to get the landscaping and a little bit of the lay of the land, a little bit focused on the, the side and, and a little bit of the back. You know, it's just the perfect angle, but it's an angle that you can't get from the ground. It's just a little too short. And yep. up until I used drones, I used to use a pole. I would throw a <laughs> camera up on a on a, on a a big pole and I would take yeah. a picture because it's just the best height for the front picture of a house. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I That's use cool. my drone on a lot of these just for that, just to get up 12 feet, you know. Sometimes I use it in the wintertime because I don't want to traipse through somebody's backyard that I've never been in in a foot and a half of snow because you don't know if there's a retaining wall there or uh, something you're (laughs) going to step on and crack your ankle. And then once you get out there and you take a picture of the back of the house, all you see are footprints through the snow. So I can fly back there and you got a nice, you know, nice clean snow. And I'm not risking my life. It's faster, (laughs) it's cleaner, you know. So, but I mean, but those, those are, are shots that are you know 10 12 feet off the ground that's it yeah it's not right, flying right, right. 400 feet. feet's too high for almost everything
0: right for unless you're trying to survey like 100 acres or something yeah
1: exactly exactly yeah.
0: and i think and a I think lot that's, of people that go up too high you know yeah and we see that a lot too with new drone pilots especially you know that go through some of our stuff they try to send in, Hey, what do you guys think about this picture? And they're like, cool. What's the max altitude I can fly? Oh, 400 feet. Cool. Let me go there and like, take a picture and fly around. And if you're flying full speed at 400 feet, it looks like you're moving like one mile an hour. Cause like, you're not right. really getting any motion. So, um, but yeah, I think that's, I think that's and
1: more good. importantly, what are you, what are you looking at? Right, right, right. You know, I just saw just this morning, I was looking at a, at a video and they're I don't even know what it was because I'm not familiar with the house, which is what everybody that's looking at the video was not familiar with the house either. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that house was in that video that they were showing,
0: but I'm going, what it was. I don't know what I'm
1: <laughs> I don't know what I'm looking at. I mean, it's pretty, I guess I'm looking at a city and, and you're flying over this city, but I'm, there's no arrow pointing to the house or nothing. I mean, yeah. I, I still don't yeah. know if, if it's there. And I see that a lot where people are just, flying around showing pretty churches and stuff like that but it's like focus on like something. how does this tie in oh, tell me what i'm looking, looking at. at yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and and you don't need to spend 20 minutes flying around a house you know it's it's literally seconds on a real estate video you know right. on the outside of the house You don't want to waste time if it's not focused on what the, the buyer is really looking for right right true end of the day what's important
0: yeah no i think that's really good advice um one thing i want to i want to ask you and it sounds like you have like a lot of experience and it's like one the thing people struggle a lot with is hey i want to get into this whether it's real estate marketing or even just like other i want to shoot promo videos for people or photography people don't really have a good method or they don't really know how to like get their get a first client and then like continue to like bring in some business or or they go about it the wrong way or they just don't even know how to get started. It's like based on your experience kind of what advice would you give someone if they were wanting to do something, I don't know, video tours of real estate or even, you know, promo videos for businesses like how how would you, how did you go about that or how would you go about that if you were kind of starting fresh?
1: Well, I didn't I didn't go about well, what I did do was I teamed up with a friend of mine who was a realtor and mm-hmm. I did all of his stuff for free. Because he's a friend. Okay. And he was he listed a lot of properties, so I was able to practice, but mm-hmm. I was also able to get stuff out there for other people to see. But again, this was fifteen years ago, sure. a little different, different time. Um, but but what I did then, I still do now, and I think it's the most important part, which is I make it very easy for someone if they like what I do to find me. Mm-hmm. It's not a secret. I put my name, my phone number, my website at the end of every single video. Okay. Every yep. time, all the time. I've never, ever, and I, I've done—I don't know—twelve thousand videos of houses. What? Twelve thousand? Oh, oh yeah, I do about a thousand a year. Oh my god! I did. I, I'm doing three this afternoon since I get off with you. Um, so, I mean, I've done a lot of these. I've never had anybody say, "Oh, take your name off the back of that." Wow! Video. You know, I have a YouTube channel that has. I don't know, 10 million views or something like that. I got 23 to 24,000 subscribers. That's awesome. You know, I get in one day, I'll get 800, a thousand views on a house. At the end of that video is my contact information at mm. the bottom of the description is my contact information. So if anybody sees it on YouTube, sees it on Google, sees it on the MLS, wherever they might see somebody else, uh, somebody else's video, And they go, wow, I want one of those. There's no secret on how to reach me. Mm. Um, So to me, that's the biggest thing. Don't hide that. Because Mm. if nobody knows how to find you, how are they going to know how to find you? You know what I mean? I mean, (laughs) it's, it's hard to, to break through the the mess these days. There's just a lot of noise out there, but most of my business, I mean, the nice thing with the real estate business is it's, a lot of it's repeat business. 99% sure. of my business is repeat business. Mm-hmm. So I don't even really honestly care if I get new business or even want it because my new regular business. customers keep me really busy. I, from pretty much now through November, I'm booked out almost two weeks. Uh, I have a waiting list every day for cancellations. Um, wow. So I can't keep up with what I'm doing anyway during my busy season. That's awesome. So if I get new customers, that's fine. And I do, I, shoot two or three new people a week, but they always come back.
0: Yeah. You know? And so, so you're saying it's at least for you, like ongoing, it's, it sounds like it's pretty nice to find some of those realtors or brokers that are just going to, once you lock in with them, they're just going to use you for all this for every listing. I mean, I have, I have three or four realtors that I do
1: two or three properties a week for wow. every week, all year long, you know, and you know, once they have somebody, they're, first of all, I'm obviously dealing with the top of uh, top realtors. So you dealing with a the smarter them. group because realtors generally are not, if you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> so these are the smarter agents, the the ones that are very successful. They're well, also they probably very, value the marketing too, right? Exactly. They get the marketing. They're very successful. They're very, um, smart. They understand you have to spend money to make money. And so, They're also very busy. So they want, first of all, they want to be able to call one person to do everything. They don't want to call a photographer, then call a videographer and then call a drone guy and then call a floor plan guy. They call me, I go out there and I'll spend maybe two or three hours at the property and I do all of it. Mm -hmm. Okay, so number one, it's wasting less of their time. Number two, they know exactly what they're going to get with me. So there's never an issue. And, um, you know, a lot of times they just open the door and they say, bye. Lock it up when you're done, and I'm just there by myself. They can trust me. They, if I'm there with a seller, they know I'm going to be okay with a seller, you know. And once they have that person, that it's just automatic. They can just schedule it. Boom, boom, boom. They know I'm going to show up. They know I'm going to be there on time. They know I'm going to be respectful. They know I'm going to do a good job. They're not going to anybody else, you know. And I, and a lot of these people I've worked with for twelve, thirteen, fourteen years. Mm, that's uh, great. So you get you know five or six of those people you're full. Yeah. You know, and then even new people, uh, I mean, there was a time last year where I was actually not even taking new customers mm. uh, because I just, I needed to take care of my customers that are loyal to me. Um, yeah. And even, even this woman yesterday with her, she wanted a picture of her roof. You know, I, I just said, you know, call somebody else. Cause
0: yeah, yeah, I don't want to yeah, waste yeah.
1: my time with somebody like that. Cause I have, she's a, a for sale by owner. Mm. So there's no future business from that. Yeah. And they're pain in the butt, you know, for the most part, and she's already been a pain in the butt, and I haven't even done it yet. We've been <laughs> back and forth and back and forth and back and forth, and I'm like, I don't have time for this because my customers, all our conversations are, can you come on March 12th? Yes, okay, that's it. We're done. And done. Yeah. And I yeah. do it, and I turn it around, and they pay me, and we're done. I don't yeah. have to sit there and and go round and round and round. You know, with these people on it. You know, it's like if you want to call me, trust me that I know what I'm doing or go somewhere else. I, I really don't need your business. And that's, I, I mean, that sounds horrible, but I don't, yeah. I'm not going to well, waste my time. And that's a great time.
0: place to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. For now where you've, you know? you've worked hard enough and you're good at good enough at what you do. And you have enough people that trust you that it doesn't matter if someone comes to you with a crappy job because you just say, I don't need it. You know,
1: I don't need it. And I don't, and I don't, even have a crappy job. I don't even want to work with them necessarily. Sure people sure. as much as the job but um but yeah it's it's true I mean the reality is in the real estate business they need me more than I need them and it's sure. a really nice dynamic there because I don't, I don't like dealing with people for the most part but this <laughs> kind of well no because people can be just they can sure, drive you nuts you know yeah. and in this particular business because they need me more than I really need them they're they're just nice I mean it's it's just it's a pleasure. I just, I love doing it and the people yeah. are really nice and they really appreciate what I do. And, you know, I turn stuff around quickly and they, they appreciate that because realtors always, you know, it's an emergency for everything, you know?
0: Yeah. As I was gonna say, that's a, kind of a common theme I've heard on a lot of these podcasts. Anytime you're dealing with real estate realtors, it's like, I got a listing. I need this tomorrow. I mean, has that been the case for you too?
1: Yeah, it is. But again, if you're dealing with the better agents, they also are busy. They're a little smarter. They know, you know, you can't just do everything overnight. You have to do it right. Yeah. You know? And so most of them plan once in a while, you know, they, a seller just has them under a barrel and they, they need to do something right away. I mean, I get these calls all the time. It's like, I have a real estate emergency and I'm like, there's no such thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. There's just no such, I've never heard. Of it. What is that? You know, but what <laughs> it usually is, and especially in the market now that we're in, a buyer found a house they want to buy and they have to quickly sell their house. Mm, so we need to sure. put it on the market right now so they can so buy they can this out. house. Yeah. Right. Which I get that, but I always tell these and a lot of it, you got to educate your own customers because they don't, you know, think about it. If you've got a serious buyer. Okay. And they're really thinking about buying a house and they're serious about it. Let's shoot their house now. Let's shoot it. Why it looks good. Let's shoot it. Why they got time to get it ready. Shoot the pictures, shoot the video, have everything done. And then when they find a house they want to buy, you just go like this, you push the button and it's alive. Mm. Nobody's scrambling. They're serious. So why do it tomorrow? when you can do it today, you know, and then nobody's, you know, you know, it's, it's just an easy way around the, a real estate emergency. You don't need yeah, to. Do. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's funny.
1: And, but so, those guys so. understand that and they do it, you know, because yeah. they, they realize that it's better to put it on. You only have one chance to make a good first impression. There's mm. no reason to put it on halfway
0: you know, unless you absolutely have to. Right, right, right. So with your with all these jobs, I mean, it sounds like you have like crazy high volume, which is awesome. What do you typically charge for, let's say, a job when you're going to do everything? You're doing like the photos, uh, some video, maybe let's assume there's some drone included in it. Um, you said you do like floor plans too. Uh, like, I guess, what is your full package included? What's like a typical price you would charge for like that if package?
1: It's under 4,000 square feet, if you're doing photos, video, drone,
0: floor plans it's usually around 800 bucks okay and that's you said under four thousand square feet yeah yeah and
1: then it goes it goes up if the bigger the house obviously
0: okay cool and you're getting and, and you're like booked out solid at that at that Get all day long really that's yeah. awesome uh, and that's i'm sure because you've taken time to put out a ton of content and sounds like you have like a pretty good following and, and track record I've too got,
1: i've got a good following and i i i, I with my business and I have arguments with people all the time, but I think it's the right way to do it, especially with video. Video is very time-consuming. Yeah. It just takes a long time to do it. it. It takes a lot of computer power. It's just a lot of stuff. Yep. And, you know, if somebody doesn't like something, then you got to redo it, then you've got to export it, then you got to compress it, you got to upload it. There's just a lot of steps. And as we all know, realtors don't want to spend any money. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to be doing a video... At, at the price that you should be charging them, mm-hmm. you've got no business. Because most realtors will not pay $800 or $1,000 for a video. Will some, yes, but most won't. The, vol- the volume people will not. It's too much money. They wanna pay three, $400 or $500. But if you're spending the same amount of time, I mean, you gotta, you gotta make money. If you're not making a profit, it's not worth it. So I see a lot of people, either they're charging too much and they're complaining they're only shooting one house a, a month, or people charging too little and they're going to burn out in about six months because okay. they're just at the end of the day, they could be making more money flipping burgers at McDonald's, okay. you know. So what I've done to really make it fast for a I have a very fast computer. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I spent 10 grand on it. it. It's got everything and it's got Dang. 128 gigs of RAM and I can do everything, including making dinner on here all at the same time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Are you an Apple guy? Or, or, I am, uh, an, Apple, or I am guy. an
1: Apple guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah but it, yeah. I mean, it's it's fast and I literally I can be editing a video. I can be processing still photos. I can be uploading stuff. I can do all of that at the same time. Yeah. You okay. know, I have fast Internet. I, you know, that stuff I have that moves really fast. So I'm not sitting around waiting yep. for videos to render. Even even the drone video, 4K video, I mean, it just eats that stuff up like, like it's paper. Awesome. So that's fast. All my videos are pretty much the same. Mm-hmm. You can look back at videos I did 15 years ago, and they're exactly the same as they are today. You know, drive down the street, do the front, do the back, walk through the house from the, their walkthroughs. So it shows the flow, the layout of the house. And so the expectations when someone calls me I mean, I basically say, go look at my YouTube channel. There's You're thousands like and thousands of videos. Ahead. Find any video you want, look at it, plug your house. That's what yours is going to look like. Mm-hmm. If you don't want yeah. me to shoot a room, close the door. Otherwise get out of the house and, and, <laughs> and you know, 10 minutes and I shoot the house, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't take very long, but that way their expectations are there from the beginning. So as far as redoing stuff, if I redo something, it's usually cause I
0: screwed up like I did mm-hmm. this morning where I put street instead of road. stupid. Um, Wait, you put, is that just in like a title that you put in there or something? Oh, Okay. It's just
1: after a while, you know, your brain starts to go. Um, (laughs) but you know, if I make a mistake, obviously I'll fix it, but you know, there's nobody, nobody comes back and says, can you do this? Can you change this ever? Mm.
0: So you don't have to waste time with that stuff. No,
1: I do it once. So I, I shoot the thing, I edit it and I shoot to edit. So the edit takes me 30 minutes. And then I turn most of these around same day. Mm, so I'll cool. shoot three houses and I'll, I'll probably turn two of them around that day and then the rest in the morning, the next morning. Um, so, so it's fast. It's faster to shoot. It's faster to edit. You don't have people wanting to change stuff. I charge $100 if you want to change anything. You want to change a comma to a period, it's a hundred bucks. Mm. And that magically gets rid of all the changes because people don't <laughs> want to pay it. You know, things are important until it costs money, you know, yeah. but what I give them in return is a very fast turnaround and a, I think a fair price. I mean, these videos are three, 400 bucks if it's just set to music for a video. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's in their price. It's in the price range of the majority of people and it's turned around quickly and that's what they really care about. What people don't understand with realtors is what they really care about is that you're accessible, that you're affordable, which doesn't mean cheap, but not over the top mm-hmm. and that you're fast and that you turn it around fast and you're dependable. That's all the stuff that matters. The quality doesn't mm-hmm. even matter. Honestly, they don't care. Mm-hmm. I have people, they don't look at the damn video. <laughs> <laughs> I, had some, I had someone last week and, and, and I had made a mistake that I caught myself. And I, I emailed her. I'm like, oh, man, I have to redo this. And I'm, I sent it to her. And she goes, oh, I don't even watch those anymore. You know? Is, it, is so, that a
0: repeat client of yours? Oh, yeah. That they okay. Yeah. So they just, they, they just know the they're, house, and they're like, they just yeah.
1: know it's yeah. fine. You know, I want to yeah. almost yeah. always is except at this particular time. They could fall asleep when I was editing, but um, <laughs> it happens a lot. So, yeah, so it's, it's like, like I've got it down. It's the workflow that's important. Yep. And you get it down, and it's fast. So I can turn this stuff around quickly. And I can still make a profit.
0: Yeah. You know? So you're saying you're total just mm-hmm. rewinding a little bit to make sure that everybody's understanding clearly. So if someone just wants like a video, you're charging like mm-hmm. three or 400 bucks for just a video. Mm-hmm. But if they want the full package, pictures, floor plans, all that stuff, that's 800. Correct. Correct. Gotcha. Now, how, what, what are the types of homes you normally do? Are you doing like $200,000 homes? Or are these all like Everything. big houses? Everything. I have done it. About
1: two months ago, I did a one bedroom, 600 square foot condo. It didn't even have furniture in it and it was still same price mm-hmm. and they're like cool hey you give me a check I'll do whatever you want I, I don't even think I moved I could just do the whole thing standing in one place <laughs> it was it was a little bizarre uh, but yeah. the thing is with what, what people don't understand one of the, the biggest benefit of real estate video by far especially in the market we're in right now which who knows where that's going with sure. all this virus stuff but at this point point where houses are selling very quickly, the most valuable part of video is getting the listing. It's not about selling the house. The house will sell by itself. It's about getting the listing. And if you're a listing agent, if that's what you do, getting the listings, you're, you're, you're competing with two or three other brokers. And the reality is if you're out there at, the list, at a listing presentation with a seller and you're offering video and the other two aren't, you win. Yep. And it's been that way for 15 years because almost nobody uses video and mm. sellers love it. You know, yep. that's the yep. funny part. Sellers love it. Sellers want it. Buyers love it. Buyers want it. And nobody does video, really. I mean, it's like, it's, it's. I mean, I've it's seen It's stats. a small fraction of percent. It's yeah, a it, very yeah. small fraction. And it, it's kind of funny because you think if everybody wanted it, more people would do it. But because it's so difficult to do, I think a lot of people stay away from it. Mm-hmm. And because they can't figure out how to price it. So it makes sense because if I do videos for any other industry, I wouldn't touch one for $400. You know, it's at least $600 or more,
0: Just because. but I give them revisions
1: because mm-hmm. you know what happens when you do different things, it takes longer.
0: I was going to say, yeah, cause you've got your process now, you know, I can do this, 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 it takes me this long. When you start to expand, you have to like, Or do different things, right? Like your workflow probably changes a little bit. It changes
1: totally. And I I learned that once I had some woman, she already had still photos of the inside and she just wanted me to do video on the outside, which I thought was kind of stupid, but I'm like, fine, whatever. It took me three times longer to do that with the still photos on the inside than it would have if I would have just shot the damn video. Mm. Because that's not what I do, you know? So now I've got something totally new that I'm having to deal with and it took a lot longer, Yeah, you know? And I I mean, this sounds awful, but I mean, I've been doing so much of this and and I'm sure every area is like this, but a lot of the houses look alike, Mm -hmm. you know, a builder builds one house and it sells, they build 50 more, you know, and I can't tell you how often I just tell people, it's like, get out of the house, give me 10 minutes. And I don't, I didn't go through the house first.
0: You, oh, you're, you're saying like you don't go preview? You just like turn the camera oh, on and no, start rolling? I just I
1: just turn on the camera and I start shooting it because I already know it. I mean, all these, ho- or I've had people say, like, let me give you a tour. I'm like, get out of my way. I can do this, blind- <laughs> I can do this blindfolded by now, you know? Other than the furniture being different, they're all the same, you know? Yeah. So I'm literally, and I tell people, it's like, I'll be about 10 minutes and then I get done and they're like, wow, that's really fast. And I said, I told you ten minutes. Well, no. when you do a thousand of them a
0: year, you've figure it out, yeah.
1: You got to figure it out, you know. But so it's it's really all about workflow. It's about shooting it, you know, as best you can to get what you need to get, and shooting it to edit so your editing time is is not so much, and having the right equipment so you can process it quickly, and yep. get it out the door, and and then if you're getting it out the door quickly, that's what they mo- that's what they want the most, yeah, because they want to get it on the market, you know,
0: yeah, uh, cool, so. Yeah, man, that's awesome. Well, I was going to ask you, when you're walking through the house, all right, what do you do? Are you just holding the camera? Or do you have a gimbal? Or like, what's your what's your strategy? I have a do?
1: gimbal. I used to use, I mean, I've been doing, literally I've been doing exactly what I'm doing today for 15 years. I haven't changed anything. It looks exactly the same. And, and I used to use a steady cam, which was a manual. Uh-huh. Uh, wasn't a gimbal. It was just a so manual. You like wearing
0: the harness and stuff?
1: No, I didn't even wear no. a harness. It was a, It was a camcorder on this... I don't know, it's hard to explain. It's called a Steadicam Merlin. They still sell them. And um, I mean, I was recording to tape originally. Okay. And that's how long ago it was. And and I did that for like 10 years. So I was doing walkthroughs before literally, and that's that is a skill. Mm-hmm. That is a real skill. It takes a lot of hours to learn how to use those things properly because they were all mad. They're not like the gimbals today that are pretty easy to use. Yeah, yeah. So so I literally had no competition because nobody could touch me on on doing that kind of walkthrough. Cause I'd been doing it for so long and people constantly hear people all the time. It's like, I want to sell mine. I can't, i spent five hours. I can't get this thing to work. <laughs> yeah. And then they came out with the Movi. Yep. Which was the first gimbal free fly movie. That was the first gimbal that came out six years ago. So I bought that and I spent $15,000 on that thing. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? Uh, it was totally worth it. I would do yeah. it in a heartbeat again because it made it much easier and nobody else could afford that. So I still didn't have any competition for a couple of <laughs> years. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now every Chinese company's knocked them off on these one handed ones, which I don't really think are as good, but yeah. you can buy a gimbal now for three, four hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It totally. works pretty well. You know? So you use so a gimbal. So yeah, I just I use a gimbal, um, just natural lighting.
0: And, um, that's it. Makes, really makes smooth. Um, How do you avoid the little like the bounce when you're walking? Does it have? Is it? A, is it just like the uh, the two acts? Do you have anything to avoid the bounce? or You just kind of try to be smooth. It's 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 not about the
1: bounce. It's about the walk. The, yeah, the ninja walk or whatever they call it. You know. Yeah, tru- yeah. You like the, crouching uh, Tiger. Groucho Marx or. walk. But because I used a manual stabilizer for so many uh-huh. years, that's even worse. That's really hard to get anything to work. Uh So I had a lot, a lot, a lot of practice with a, with a very hard piece of equipment to use. So when I went to the gimbal, that was a piece of cake for me. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, yeah, so it worked out really well and, you know, but, but yeah, so it's, it's, it's all about the workflow and it's about keeping, I think about keeping your price To a point where it's accessible, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, whether whether you think it's worth it or not, I mean, that's where a lot of people, you know, the artists, they're like, well, I wouldn't leave my house for less than $1,500. I'm like, you're not going to be leaving your house that much.
0: Well, you (laughs) You know? know, in talking to you and a couple other people that I know that are really successful with real estate video, it's all about, hey, let me get a repeatable, like stuff you've been saying the whole time, but I've heard it from some other people too that are actually really successful. Like I focus on one thing, I know how to repeat it very easily. You know what I mean? So I can set my price at a reasonable price and then I can just scale it. And it's super for e- easy for me to just knock these out. Cause you know exactly what to do. Absolutely. Time. It's exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah.
1: And you know, the one trend I'm seeing now, a lot of people are getting into the video space with real estate now. And a lot of them are young kids and you know, they, they look at what I do. It's like, oh, that's that's boring, blah, blah, blah. Cause it is boring mm-hmm. if you're not interested in the house. However, if you are interested in the house, it's far from boring, you know, and that's the part they don't understand is that they're not actually, they're not not creating a video for the intended uh, viewer, which is a potential buyer, or maybe even a seller who's going to be using that for their house, but they're also in the real estate mindset. And these right. kids it can't be more, longer than one minute and 40 seconds because people drop off after that. And, and they're, they're, they're using speed ramps all over the place and bouncing off the walls and using heavy metal <laughs> music and, and, and hip hop music. And I'm like, you know, I can't even watch this stuff because people want to see the layout and the flow of the house. That's what yeah. they're looking at it for. That's really, really important. And I'm a creative person. I would love to do something different, but at the end of the day, this is what they want. And this is why they keep buying what I'm selling, yep. you know? And it's something I, I like I did this tiny little one bedroom, you know, a few months ago mm-hmm. and I've done $20 million houses, mm-hmm. you know? And, and that formula works across the board, no matter what the price point is. Yeah. That's awesome. And, and I love that some you people, that too. Yeah. And, and it's like, you know, I wish it was different. I wish I could do all kinds of different stuff, but that's not what people want. Yep. And that's, what you have to really look at you know yeah and even even a seller if you're trying to win a listing when a, a seller is also a buyer so they're online looking at other properties and again mm. the thing they're looking for is how do these rooms connect is the are the kids bedrooms near the master are they at the end of the hallway or are they on another wing or you know i mean they're looking at all that stuff and they're watching these videos my videos are all three four five six seven minutes long
0: oh wow okay and
1: people yeah. watch them I look at YouTube. I mean, I, I put one up a week ago, got a thousand views in one day. Wow. And people are commenting on it, commenting on different things that they're seeing. So, you know, they're watching it.
0: Right. So right, when right.
1: people say nobody watches it, I'm like, you're, you're just wrong. You're dead yeah. wrong. <laughs> but you want to think that and that's the way it goes. But, but it, it is a formula that works and that, that, that clicks with people. And that's, yeah. I guess, the bottom line, you know. Yeah. Uh, and when you're trying to sell a product, you got to sell something people want not that what you want, you know,
0: dude. Um, totally. totally. And it's, and again, it's like, put your feelings aside. What does your customer want? Just give that to them and they're willing to pay you for it.
1: I mean, I had the weirdest thing last December. I had a guy called me, they had a house in Indiana and they wanted me to shoot it. And I'm like, you know, in December, I mean, if you're in Miami, I could, I could make that happen. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to Indiana in December. Actually I don't want to go to Indiana ever. You know what I mean? And this guy would not. I mean, he just begged me and begged me and begged me. And I, I said, you know, let me find somebody for you. So I went on Facebook and I, I found like fifteen people out there that do it. Uh-huh. I said, here, here's a bunch of people. No, we want you. We want you. And he said, we want your voice too. And I'm like, let them shoot it. I'll narrate it if you really want my voice. No, no, no. We want you. We want. Bottom line is they they flew me out to Rossville, Indiana, a town of fifteen hundred people, to shoot this house.
0: Was it a huge house or
1: something? It was a big house, but still, (laughs) you know what I mean? But, but again, he was the same thing. I want, you know, to see the layout and, you know, people aren't doing that. That's not what people are doing. And they paid a lot Uh because I'm like, I don't want to go. And I finally, I told him after like the 10th phone call, I'm like, I really don't want
0: to go to Indiana. (laughs) You you, uh, you played hard to get and made him, uh, made him really, you know. Make it worth your time with the money to get I, you there. Yes,
1: but huh? you know, some people, you know,
0: yeah, some people will do that. So you said with your voice, so do you narrate uh these videos too, all of them? I narrate some of them. They, some that's, of them okay. It's ex, extra money. So, oh, yeah, if okay. you want to pay extra, I'll do how that. Much, how much do you charge to narrate? $100. $100? That's awesome. Cool. You provide well, the script. Oh, you, oh you don't even write the script? No, oh, man. yeah, you made no. in the shade over there. No, I don't, um, I'm not going to do that. Well, I've kept you longer. I feel, I feel bad. You've put out so much good stuff. I'm just going to keep letting you go. But I know you got a busy afternoon with stuff, so I don't want to take up too much of your time. Um, I guess maybe if you have one piece of parting wisdom for someone who's kind of new to, new to the space, I guess, what would be your, your, you know, couple sentence advice to them?
1: I think the biggest one is, is you really have to understand your intended demographic that you're shooting for you know if you're if you're filming a two million dollar house you cannot make it look like a music video with hip-hop music that's not the customer and that's not going to work that's not what they want to see that's not what they want to hear you've gotta you know no matter what you think as far as what's boring to you and you know what real estate video is boring to everyone except the person that's wanting to buy the house that's the reality. And I've been doing this long enough that I'm seeing people over and over again that I've shot other houses for. Or they purchased a house that I shot, and they called that original realtor because they wanted that video because that's what made them buy the house in the first place. Mm. And I talked to them, and they tell me. We watched it 30, 40, 50 times. I had one guy say, you know, there were 365 views of this house. This is 300 of them were ours. We looked at it every day for almost a year before we bought it.
0: Wow. We go to
1: bed at night, and we would watch it. So the, you know, being
0: super thorough is really important on these, you're saying. So,
1: you know, I know what people are looking for. I'm not just guessing. I, I hear it from their mouths. Mm-hmm. These are repeat people that are coming back because of this. You've mm-hmm. got to look at your demographic and, and the music has to reflect that too. You know, yes, maybe that music is boring for you, but not for a 50-year-old executive that's looking to buy a $3 million house. Mm-hmm. They don't want to hear rap music and they don't <laughs> want to be bounced off of like a wall. like like they're in an arcade game. And, and the reason people do that is because they have this false uh, idea that it has to be a minute and a half or nobody's going to watch the video. Yeah. So they try and take this great big house and shorten it so it fits in this minute and a half thing they have in their head. And the way they do it is by speeding everything up. And you're like, boing, 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 boing. You know, your eyes cross after a while and you've got yeah. no concept of the house.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: houses don't move. So if you're not moving through the house, just show pictures then, you know, yep. I mean, you're not really giving anything more um, than what they can see off of pictures. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people disagree with that, but it works for me.
0: Yeah. So. Well, I'd say they can disagree, but you, <laughs> you have, have a little bit of the resume to back up what you're talking about. So I'm going to, I'll, I'll trust your judgment. That's, that's the way I look at it. Um, <laughs> Well, hey Fred. If someone wants to, I hear you have. You, so you said you have a YouTube channel and other places. Like if someone wants to find out more about you, uh, what's the best place to go? Place to go? Your website, YouTube. Uh,
1: yeah, website. I'm on Facebook. That's my weapon of choice for uh, okay. social media, and then um, YouTube. And it's just and it's just Fred Light. Uh, no, it's Nashua, Nashua Video. Video, Tours. Nashua Video, Nashua
0: Video okay, and then is, is Nashua Video Tours your uh, your YouTube channel as well, or is that under your name? Yes.
1: Yeah. Oh, no, that's okay. under Nashua cool. Video Tours. So.
0: Cool. Or we'll, we'll try to look all that stuff up too and link it up in the notes and things if people want to find that. So, cool. well, Fred, I really, really appreciate you taking time out of shooting your 1000 <laughs> listings for the year uh, to tell us everything we needed to know and, and really help out. So, um, I love chatting with you and um, maybe hope to have you back on in a year or two. I don't think people heard, we talked a little bit before this, but. Uh, I interviewed Fred probably three years ago, and uh, I just remember I love talking to him. So I wanted to have him on, have him on this rendition of our our podcast. So appreciate you coming on. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. All right, thanks, Fred. All right, everybody. Hope you enjoyed that interview with Fred Light. Um, tons and tons of great info in there, especially if you're looking into the real estate world. Honestly, there's not really a better person to learn from than Fred. So. Happy that you were able to give this a listen all the way through. Hope you found it really beneficial. Um, I always learn a ton on these podcast episodes, so thanks for tuning in there. Quick reminder to leave us a review for your free shirt if you haven't done so already. Um, And also, if you want discounts on any of our other courses, we've got courses on aerial videography, part 107 prep, all this stuff, um, just head over to dronelaunchacademy.com slash D1K discount. That gives you, uh, or discounts with an S, That gives you uh, lower prices to all of our courses just for being a podcast listener. That uh, page is not available anywhere else, but you have to, uh, about the podcast, you have to listen here to get the URL. So I hope you enjoy that if you are thinking about taking some courses um, and appreciate all of you guys. All right, so this is it. This is the end of season two. Kind of sad, but don't worry. We are already working on season three content. I just did two interviews the other day, uh, and we're lining up a few more. So as soon as we hit 10 interviews on season three, we'll start rolling those out and releasing those, hopefully sometime, I'm guessing, late summer. Uh, And so hopefully you guys can jump back into the podcast then when we do that and and give you guys some more great content and info. In the meantime, if there's anything I can help you with in between seasons or if you're listening to this in the future, uh, just shoot me an email, david at dronelaunchacademy.com. And either I will get back with you or um, my operations person, Nicole, will follow up with you. Um, but thanks so much for being a part of this podcast and listening. Uh, it's been super fun for me and I really enjoy doing it. So, really appreciate all of you guys out there who are listening and enjoying it as well. All right, take care and I will see you in season three.